Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always, if you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. All right, now we have another club update. This time we're talking all things Middlesbrough with Catherine Wilson of ESPN FC. Catherine, not too much movement yesterday, but what did you make of your deadline day? Yeah, it was um, a fairly quiet deadline day. Um, so Albert Adoma left us. Um, most fans won't be too surprised with that. He does seem to kind of uh, start looking elsewhere whenever there is a transfer window open. Um, and he's also um, fallen out with the Middlesbrough manager, Karanka, a few times over the past couple of years. So it's not really a big surprise. Um, but it almost seems like we've done a, a pretty much straight swap in terms of Adama Traore coming from Villa and then Adama going there to replace him. Um I guess Traore's face has never really fit in at Villa, but um, Adoma will be really good for them in terms of, you know, they're going to be looking for someone who's experienced um, a promotion campaign in the playoffs, which Adoma has, obviously, successfully uh, last year. Um, And I was always quite a big fan of Adoma. Um, Hopefully he'll bring a nice creative spark to Villa. Um, As for Traore, I'm not really sure if, you know, he's going to be... Um, a first pick for Karanka, um, as midfield is kind of the area where we have our most plentiful supply of uh, creative players. So um, there's always, um, you know, lots on the cards for Karanka there. So we have Gaston Ramirez, who is our kind of go-to number 10 man. Um, but then also in the pack midfield, we've got Stuart Downing, um, Martin Darun. Adam Forshaw is a centre midfielder, but he's actually very creative as well going forward. Um, Christian Stuani. So it's kind of interesting to see, will Karanka continue to play around with these lineups, or does he already have in mind that Traore is a backup player or indeed, you know, a first choice every week? Yeah, that is definitely very interesting, especially considering the start that Stuani's had. Uh, to flip to the other side, one of the signings that you made that I was very exciting about was Victor Fisher. Uh, but we've not yep. really seen much of him yet. Is he also just kind of in that mix and we're just kind of waiting to see how the squad settles? Yeah, I think so. Um, I did see him in an EFL Cup game a couple of weeks ago now at Fulham, um, but the team weren't really at the races that day and he didn't really make much impact. Um, he's been on the bench in all of Middlesbrough's uh, Premiership games so far, but hasn't actually featured. Um Again, I don't think he would come in as natural first place over people like Stuart Downing, who have, you know, years of top flight experience. Um, but I'm hoping that he will have his chance to shine and show us what he can do. Yeah, another high profile player that you brought in from Arsenal, Callum Chambers, 
uh, can play center back, can play right back. Where would you expect him to fit in? Yeah, um, well, we've had a few injuries already this season. Um, in that cup game I was telling you about, we lost um, two left backs very early on uh, in the game there. So that was quite worrying. Um, and our sort of number one centre-back, Daniel Ayala, seems to pick up an injury every year and be out for a month or so at a crucial time. Um, so I think it was key that Karanka did bring in some extra support there. So I think it's good that we do have Chambers. Um, I'm not really sure that he will feature very regularly. I think he is going to be a backup player. Again, it's good that he's versatile. Um, but I can't see him um, getting in at fullback when we have um, a fit George Friend and a fit Antonio Barragan, who are both um, pretty accomplished Fair enough. Also, kind of skipped the the big one, which was uh, Alvaro <laughs> Negredo, who already has yeah. a goal and two assists in this young season. A lot of people had questions about him returning to the Premier League. His first half season with Manchester City was amazing. His second was <laughs> not so great, and then his third was back in Spain. Uh, how pleased have you been with him uh, with him thus far? Yeah, he he does bring a real touch of class to Middlesbrough, and I guess the reason I haven't really thought of him as a transfer window signing is because. Karanka actually bought a lot of our players. I think it was about 10 players um, within the first month of the window, really. So we kind of did our business a long time ago and we started the season with uh, almost a full complement of new and old players. Um, Negredo's been great to watch. Um, he really is a cut above and you can tell even though he's kind of that bit older and um, he's not as fast as everyone else in the squad when coming forward, but he holds up the ball fantastically well. Um that game where Stuani scored two goals and Negredo assisted both is kind of, you know, should be the beacon of how we want to play this season. Uh, real effort with the team goals. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if he's going to be there up front as our main man every week. Um, not sure whether he has the fitness or stamina to do that. But luckily, we've managed to hang on to Jordan Rhodes, which I was slightly worried about last night. Um, I was keeping an eye on the odds that the bookmakers were putting down for him to leave and they were getting quite short and I was getting a bit nervous. Um, I am a big fan of Rhodes, but um, it's been a bit strange this season. Fans asking lots of questions as to why, you know, he hasn't even come on as a sub for the last five minutes. We've not seen him yet this season. Um, so that's an interesting one. Karanka keeps telling everybody that he's very much part of the plans, but he's yet to feature yeah, uh, Victor Valdez also comes in quickly soon thereafter by Brad Guzan, both goalkeepers, obviously. Valdez won the job up front, even though he did struggle a bit uh, at United by not playing, and then when he went on loan, he wasn't particularly spectacular. Guzan, obviously the consistent but lower upside option. Uh, yes. we, we know Guzan's been playing because Valdez had picked up an injury. Where do you think that positional will end up for you this season? I think it will go to Valdez when he's fit, in all honesty. Um, but Guzan is pretty solid. A um, bit nervous with him sometimes on corners. But again, it's still, you know, there's still only three games into the league season and there's still, you know, fitness to be gained and things like that. Um, but he has got a very good defence in front of him. So that's not bad. Yeah. So hopefully that'll that'll work out well for you. And uh, fantasy players, now you know who to start at the back. Uh, out of this <laughs> window, uh, which signing do you think has been the best for you? 
I'm going to go with um, Negredo. So just being there for the first home game of the season and seeing a full stadium for the first time in years and, um, you know, an international player of that class up front for Middlesbrough again, it was really like stepping back in time and, you know, fully hitting home that we are back in the back in the big time now. So that was really nice. And then obviously he scored on the on the first day of the season. So um, it'd be interesting to see if he can keep that up. All right. And with all these deals in mind, what are you expecting come the end of the season? Are you thinking you'll be safe? Or are you thinking you'll be in a relegation battle, but just nick it at the end? What are your thoughts? Um, I'm pretty confident that we're going to be safe. So we've got six points so far, which isn't bad at all. Um, we're unbeaten in the Premier League, something that I will tell anyone who will listen. I'm quite proud of that. Um, <laughs> something to be wary of is that we are playing um, what you would probably call the top, you know, the big six. We're playing all of those in our last eight games of the season. So I'm sure Karanka has got that in the back of his mind that it's going to be a very tough running. So, you know, we need to kind of be as consistent as we can throughout the year. And uh, the real challenge will come, you know, when we do hit a, um, a bad run of form or have a really bad game, how do we pick ourselves up from that and carry on? Um, so before the season started, I said I thought we would finish in 14th place. And I think I'm going to stick with that. I think there are definitely poorer teams than us in the league this year. Um, and I'd be absolutely over the moon if we finished in the upper part of the bottom of the table. Yeah, just to expand a little bit beyond Middlesbrough, obviously uh, you came up with uh, Hull and Burnley. Uh, just loosely, how do you think they'll fare? Um, Burnley made a really good signing yesterday um, with Jeff Hendrick. Um, he'll give them a bit of steel in midfield. Um, Hull, unbelievably, have done probably the best out of all of the teams who've come up. Um, what did they sign, six players yesterday? Well, they didn't really have many to start with. (laughs) It's fair. (laughs) That needed to happen. Obviously, um, you know, they didn't have a manager at the start of the season, so that was a big issue. But it it almost didn't seem to affect the team, who probably heard all of the the doubts and everything and then came out and have had a smashing start to the season so far. Um, Whether they can sustain it, I'm not sure. Um, I think Middlesbrough definitely have the depth of squad that Burnley and Hull probably don't have. Um, so I think we might have more options, you know, if things get tough and injuries happen later in the season, we can change things up a bit more. Fair enough. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, nothing just yet. Thank you. All right. Fair enough. Well, thanks again. And I'm sure we'll speak soon. Thanks. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. 